Hi friend, my name is Danielle Holleran and I am the host of the Detail Diary podcast. I'm a self-made online business owner who loves sharing the behind the scenes of my business and inspiring others to follow their dreams. You can find me most days chasing my dog around, relaxing with my husband, and wearing basically anything Dusty Rose and Pearls. Think of this as your space to come to feel motivated and inspired to take on your biggest dreams while also just chatting with your best friend. Cozy up for some girl time and get ready to feel uplifted and inspired. Hello and welcome to the Detail Diary podcast. I'm your host, Danielle Holleran, and today I'm joined with the incredible Allie Mitrovich of Allie Rose Co. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to chat. Yes, I can't wait to chat all about you and your incredible small business. Absolutely love everything that you do. (laughs) If you want to just get started by introducing yourself to anyone who's listening, maybe giving everyone a little background on you and how you kind of got started in the world of small business. Yeah, of course. So like you said, I'm Ali Mitrovich. I own Ali Rose Co. I am 23 and I'm from Maryland. So basically my business kind of started like unintentionally, if you will. I graduated in the peak of the pandemic in May 2020 from college and I majored in graphic design. So I've always been into like the creative aspect and I've always had an Etsy, but I always just did digital downloads. It wasn't really a business. I mean, it was a business, but I didn't have anything to do. I didn't have to do anything for it. It was all digital downloads, stuff like that. So I would upload stuff here and there, but I had a really long, like six month stall where I didn't do anything. And then got sent home from college because of COVID and I bought a cricket because mm-hmm. I was bored. I think a lot of people also yeah, did that. Definitely. We never got that crickets, their sales probably went through the roof in yeah. March, but I bought a cricket and I started making stickers just for fun. I've always been like a sticker junkie. And then I put them up on Etsy. And then one day I thought it would be fun to show my process of how I make my stickers on my cricket and then post a TikTok of it. And the TikTok went viral unintentionally. And then I got a lot of sales and they were really consistent. I grew a following. And then I was like, you know what, maybe I could do more of this and expand from just stickers. Mm -hmm. So I, and also, I mean, the job market was really, really tough when I graduated and no one was hiring because of COVID. So I worked at the beach as a server for the summer after I graduated and then saved my money from that. And then September of 2020, the end of September is when I officially launched Alley Risco. So yeah, it's, it's kind of been a wild ride. It's very spontaneous, if you will. I, I like, I didn't graduate with the intention of starting a business, but I wouldn't have it any other way. It's been so amazing. Wow. That's pretty amazing because I'm sure getting sent home, I felt for you guys so much. My friends and I would talk about this all the time because we, you know, got to experience that senior year of graduating and everything. And we used to talk all the time, like, oh my gosh, we feel the most bad for college seniors who don't get to do like the last half of their college year. So the fact that you got sent home probably were in like a really annoyed place mentally, like so sad and then turned it around and now like have this huge business out of it. Like that's just crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Thank you. It's really wild because I was so obviously so upset. I mean, we had a big art show that's supposed to go on for the seniors. It's like an exhibition. And, um, of course that got canceled. So I like kind of just needed to put my creative energy somewhere else because I really wasn't getting like, I mean, of course I still have classes online, but it was, you know, a painting class where you it's not the same. You can't do an online painting class. You know what I mean? So I wasn't being as creative as I would have been had I been at school. So 
Yeah, COVID was obviously awful for a lot of reasons, but it did bring me my business. So can't be too mad about that. So you obviously have the background in graphic design, which I didn't realize, and that I'm sure has helped you so much in everything that you do because your business is, you know, really based off of graphics and things. Did that help you kind of transition into new products you wanted to offer or like the back end of the different programs that you use and things like that? Yeah, it definitely did help because I use Adobe for a lot of um, what I create. Mm -hmm. And I learned like, I mean, I took Adobe classes basically all of college. So it definitely helped. I don't think that I will. I mean, like when you go to mock up stuff, like that's super helpful to have that background. But I will say that a lot of my stuff, I'm big into handwritten, like my handwriting and that's on my iPad. So I didn't learn that in college. I kind of learned that as I got my iPad and grew that I honestly got around the same time as my Cricut and I kind of just like grew with it, but yeah, it definitely helps. I mean, there's obviously a lot more to the business that I don't learn, didn't learn in school. Uh, like the marketing, the business side of things, like I didn't have that experience and that was kind of a learn as you go, but it definitely was helpful to have the art background part of it covered. Yeah, that's great. And just like knowing those programs, I know personally, like, as you mentioned, I only use Procreate like on my iPad. I wish I knew anything about Adobe and it's like a goal of mine to start learning, but it seems like such a massive undertaking and really intimidating. So the fact that you had that background, I'm sure gave you just even a little more confidence, even if you like didn't need it, you know what I mean? Just feeling like, okay, not just going into this like completely blind at least I have like this background I like studied it in school that probably made you yeah Adobe has saved my life in many (laughs) on many occasions that's so awesome now as you mentioned with the stickers and things that you started with that kind of initially prompted you to go viral were those still connected to your Etsy store before you even started Allie Rose yeah, so my my Etsy shop was initially Alley Rose Designs. I just like pulled that out of nowhere of thin air or just for the Etsy page, really. So I had added the stickers along with those digital download prints that I had mentioned earlier, but it wasn't an official business. It was just on Etsy. Like I didn't have a website and it was just that. So yeah, the stickers did go up and then I posted the TikTok like the next day or two. And then yeah, the rest is history. Were you nervous transitioning kind of like from that Etsy shop to your own website? Because I know that a lot of people have made that transition. I made that transition in my business too. And especially so early on in just like starting and launching your business from the start, were you nervous to kind of make that switch if people follow through and everything? Yeah, absolutely. So I actually didn't make the switch like completely. So I still had my Etsy and was just selling on both platforms along with my website at one point at the beginning, because I felt, I think Etsy is amazing. Don't get me wrong, but they do take a lot of fees. I mean, really any platform you use is going to take fees, but Etsy's was just higher. And I wasn't making enough money to start off with, to be able to like comfortably pay up those fees. But the good thing is, is that you don't really have to market yourself Etsy. I mean, of course, marketing yourself helps, but Etsy does it for you really, which is what I liked because until I got a following of like an audience that I felt comfortable with that I got to know and like, you know, would communicate with through social media. I, I don't feel comfortable letting go of my Etsy completely and right. just doing the website. It, it took me a while to switch over to that. And that's where I felt really uncomfortable because now you have to market for yourself completely. I mean, obviously like SEO on Google and stuff is helpful, but it does not get you as much 
of an audience as Etsy does on its own. So I always say to wait until you feel comfortable with your following on social media before making the full jump away from Etsy, just so that you still get the sales. Yeah. But yeah, I, very nerve wracking for sure. I completely agree. Etsy is great for that, like built-in traffic. It kind of gives you that safety cushion of, all right, well, there's already people on there who are already searching for my products and kind of not a, not a consistent stream of sales, but definitely more consistent than, you know, as you mentioned, your own website where you are responsible for driving all of your own traffic. 100%. How have you kind of approached marketing for your business and like launches and things? Cause I know it, I get so overwhelmed with that aspect of it. I feel like a lot of small business owners do, cause I feel like a lot of us don't like to be like super salesy and I don't know, it's just this fine line. So how do you feel? How do you feel about marketing and all that jazz? I'm still learning as I go. I just had my Christmas launch, my holiday launch, and I was winging it the whole time. I mean, honestly, I, every time I have a launch, I do it differently. I don't really have like, in my opinion, there's no rhyme or reason for um, the way I market. I kind of just, the thing that I've learned is that if you tease products too early, people will forget that your launch is happening. And then if you tease products too late, then they don't have time to prepare for your launch and they, they won't have it in their memory. So like you said, it's really a thin line. I like to say a week, like seven days, I'll start my first product showing it on social media. And I like to do teasers. I think it's really helpful when you do, you know, this or that the polls on Instagram, I think are really helpful yeah. for marketing. And then really, I think that TikTok is like my saving grace on numerous occasions. Like I said, it blew up and then I probably wouldn't be here if it weren't for that TikTok. <laughs> I don't feel as like, okay, this is going to sound bad, but like, you know, how, I don't know if you feel this way, but I feel like I post 15 stories a day and I'm like, oh my goodness, that is so annoying of me. Everyone's probably like, shut this girl up. I don't know. I always think that, but I feel that less on TikTok and I have a bigger audience on TikTok and I feel most people do have a bigger audience on their TikToks. Mm -hmm. So I just bombard that platform as much as possible. And I think that it gives you a lot of sales. Like I think that marketing is a lot easier to do on TikTok because you have, it's easier to be seen on TikTok mm -hmm. and to reach new people rather than just your followers. I'd say probably a week is my, but again, I do it different literally every single time. Mm -hmm. I have no strategy behind it. Once you go onto Instagram and like, once you start posting your seven days before or however early you do, I used to be so insecure, like I said about, oh, I have so many stories, but then I realized I will not get sales if it isn't yeah. for the amount of posts that I make. So I, I, it kind of like slapped me across the face one day. I was like, you know what? This is my job. This is my full-time job. If I don't, I won't make money otherwise. So if people are annoyed, feel free to unfollow me, but <laughs> this is how I make my money. So really just market, market, market as much as you can on social media. I totally agree. I feel the same way with TikTok versus Instagram. Like for some reason, like I'll post numerous, numerous TikToks in a day. Some days, like if I'm just having a day where I have a lot of content and oh, yeah. absolutely nothing of it at all. And then Instagram, it's like, oh, I have like so many bars on my stories. Like people aren't going to click through their blah, 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 blah. 100%. Like, I don't know why we feel like that. Like it's just so, it's just no. so weird. Yeah. And I think it's because if you, if you follow someone, there's more of a chance that you'll see their Instagram versus their TikTok. Because I mean, I follow so many people on TikTok and I don't really go to the following page as much as I just stay on the free page. Right. So that's where I feel like the difference is where it makes me feel more comfortable to post on TikTok, which is again, so interesting. And because like, I mean, I guess reels are comparable that they could just blow up, but I mean, you could go to bed one night and post a TikTok and then wake up the next morning and 
literally it could change your life overnight. It's literally terrifying. You know, like the power of TikTok is terrifying, but in our case, it's, I mean, I think there's nothing but benefits from it. I totally agree. And I also agree with the kind of like throwing your guard out the window in terms of both TikTok and Instagram. Cause as you mentioned, like this is literally our job. Like, it's not like, you know, we're just this random person posting a bunch of stuff on Instagram. Like it's our job to inform people. And if people don't want to watch or they already know what's going on, then they can click through. But it, not every single person that follows us is seeing every single piece of content that we put out. Yeah. Maybe like our mom or like best friend, (laughs) but other than that, like all of our customers, they're not seeing everything that we're posting. So you kind of just have to get that in your head that you may be posting about the same thing numerous times and talking on stories every day and posting this video and that video. But the amount of customers that are going to see every single thing, maybe one customer will see like two of those things. Like it's right. just the way it works exactly. and it's not annoying. <laughs> it, it took me so long to move past that. Oh yeah. But I, and I, But I mean, I think it's super important too, to like gain the, um, like, just gain your, your audience in like an engaging way and be able to talk to them on social media and stuff like that. And you're, you're never going to be able to get that connection with them if you're not posting. And you know, that's where I talk most conversations with people is through GMs, like responding to stories and stuff like that. And so after I started to gain that connection with my following, I was like, you know what, I would rather talk to you guys than leave you in the dust. So I'm just going to keep posting, you know? Yeah. Which I think is so important. And it definitely, you can definitely tell businesses that care, you know, so much about their followers and their customers. Like you can just see through their actions and just everything that they do on social media. Like I can already tell that you have such a strong relationship with your customers, even just seeing like your TikTok videos and just like different things that you post. It's really nice. And even with this like small business community as well, kind of balancing obviously creating content for customers and for your products, but also creating content as a small business owner. So yeah. other small business owners can relate. I know that I really appreciate that. I've seen a bunch of your videos on like TikTok <laughs> and things. And I'm like, Oh, like I was thinking that same exact thing. Like, this is so funny. Right. I know that you mentioned the polls on Instagram that you do like to engage the audience. I love doing those polls too. Are there any other things that you like to do on Instagram, you know, aside from responding to DMs, just to kind of get customers feedback, whether it's on new products or, you know, anything along those lines? Yeah. So obviously I love polls, but I will say that, you know, people will answer polls, not. Okay. So for example, if I were like, would you buy this? You know, yeah. <laughs> will say yes. And then they're not going to buy it, which I, I mean, I do the same thing. I don't, it doesn't bother me, but they're not really as like, so, so I think that when you do polls, it needs to be either this or that, like, which one do you like better this or that? Because sometimes I will ask, like, should I restock this? And then I'll say, please only answer yes. If, if you yeah. buy it, but polls are kind of tough in that way, because you know what I mean? Like, and yeah. sometimes you'll accidentally click and then it'll answer a poll for you. Anyways, I really do like the, what is it? Like the quiz where you mm-hmm. get four options. Oh yeah. I love that too. I think that it's really helpful when really more so on my end, like it's not really like, it doesn't really probably mean much to my followers, but they don't see the results. And I kind of like that because a lot of times I'll answer a poll to see what the majority is, which sounds so weird. I don't know if anyone else says that, but I do the same exact thing. Yeah. But that (laughs) when you do the quiz, no one else can see what the answers are, but it is really helpful. Like I like to gauge 
how many products to buy based off that. If I launch stuff, I'll say, okay, which one is your guys' all-time favorite from my launch? And then I'll be able to figure out what I should restock, what I, and then it gives me a better gauge for what is going to sell out and what's not. So that's really helpful. Also countdowns are like a lifesaver. I mean, obviously I'm only talking about like Instagram story features, but they're so helpful that I have the countdowns are like, obviously I'll talk about it all day long on my stories and on my posts, blah, blah, blah. But it literally will notify their phone. And mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't remember if it didn't notify me, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I use them for other like things that I want to buy too. I think countdowns are super helpful. And I think that I like an email. If you send an email when you launch, of course, everyone's going to see that, but they're probably not going to see that for hours. Like, Whatever. Mm-hmm. The next morning, you know? So that's why I like the countdown a lot. Cause it like immediately gets sent to your phone when um, it turns off, but yeah, I'm trying to think of other things on Instagram. On obviously just posting as consistently as possible is my only Instagram trick. Yeah. I no, I totally agree. And it's funny because I've noticed the same thing with polls, like especially if I'm looking to like purchase new product, like obviously we're the ones purchasing products to sell. So like if it doesn't sell, you know, it's on us. So we want to try to get that quantity right when we're buying things. So I'll do the polls and it's like, all right. Like a hundred people answered yes. Okay. So does that mean like 15? Like in reality, how many people are actually going to buy? It is so hard to gauge that. Yeah. I I struggle with polls. I mean, I love doing like this or that, like which color do you like best? Yeah. Like that I think is super beneficial, but Mm -hmm. you know, I I mean, I'm guilty of it too. I answer polls that I have no, no reason to be answering, but yeah. And it's so tricky because, and I, this is just something I feel like we'll just forever have to deal with in business, all businesses deal with this, just figuring out like projections and quantities of anything, because I'll have some things that I'm like, Oh, I don't know how well this is going to do. Like, eh, it could go either way. And then it sells out instantly. And then I'll have something else where I'm like, get a higher quantity because I'm like, Oh, this is definitely going to sell. And then it doesn't. It's like, (laughs) I thought I had it down and it's so tricky. Yeah. And because like with that, what I necessarily, like, obviously my followers, I think have the same general style as me. Otherwise they mm-hmm. wouldn't buy my products, but not everyone thinks the exact same way that I do. Yeah. So what I think is the cutest thing out of like my whole launch. And I buy more of that because I think it's cute. That means nothing really. I mean, obviously I make things that I like because I think that my followers are going to like them, but it doesn't mean that they're going to agree and think that my favorite is automatically their favorite. So yeah. I, I, I'm bad at projecting quantities very much. So I struggle with it. I think that everyone is because honest, like how could you read people's minds? Like you just, you you can track, I guess, like year after year after year in your business, kind of the trends of how things go, but even still, like you're getting new customers all the time. People's every single person has a different taste and different style. Like it's just hard. So it's virtually impossible. I completely agree with you. (laughs) Uh, well, at least we're all in it together and definitely all together for sure. I love that you have expanded into like all different products. I feel like you sell a lot of just like cute little things. Like I saw on your Instagram that you have like washi tape and just all fun little stuff. Whenever you kind of, do you just like come up with new products that you sell or do you get ideas from customers or? Honestly, I wish I had a, a like a good solid answer for you, but <laughs> I just honestly, things just will randomly pop in my head. Well, I will say that the washi tape is something I've been wanting to do. It was kind of hard to find a manufacturer for it. But once I did, I had had like the vision for what I was wanting to do for a while. 
I kind of just wasn't rushing to do it until the holidays. Cause again, I'm kind of pushing like the stocking stuffer vibe yeah, for this. I, on, I think I have a lot of good small stuff, you know, but yeah, as for everything else, it literally comes to me <laughs> for no rhyme or reason. The pop sockets were completely random thought. Love those. Thank you so much. Well, actually, actually, no, let me take that back. I have a pop socket on my phone and it's, I'll show you, I guess, obviously the listeners can't yeah. see this. It's like that flower <laughs> so and I posted not to promote the flower at all. I just posted like selfies in a mirror or something, I guess. And everyone's asking like, oh, where's your pop socket from? Where's your pop socket from? And then that's when that clicked me. I was like, oh wait, maybe people are wanting cute pop sockets. So then, so like, okay, yes, my followers do give me ideas for that. I'll ask what people are wanting to see more in my shop, but I don't really get enough of one specific product in the answers mm-hmm. go ahead and like buy bulk right. or something it's a lot of like really small specific stuff but I've definitely gotten some inspiration from my followers for sure but honestly they just pop in my head completely yeah. right. I feel like that's just like how it works all of a sudden you get an idea and then the next day it's like full stream ahead like how do I make oh. this how do I make this work <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna blow hundreds right now I came up with this idea like half asleep last night in my bed and then the next day I'm going full force yeah that's me with every product yeah, yeah same here oh that's great well yeah. For the future, I know it's so hard to tell, especially just in small business and with social media and all the different factors, but where do you kind of see yourself going with your business for the future in like the next couple of years or few years, if you have any goals in mind? That is a tough question because I honestly just roll with the punches with everything in this business. I don't really think that I have like a dead set goal in like, I want to open a storefront. I want to reach this much much in sales because I don't like to make goals that are that specific in case because then I let myself down if it doesn't if I don't reach that goal so literally completely agree (laughs) yeah so I mean obviously I like to make mental goals like I like to sell this amount of a launch like if I sell 50 percent on my first day then that's a good goal for me so honestly in the big future I don't even know I just want to keep growing I would love to get my own office space I'm really lucky my we have an extra bedroom at my house and so that's my office right now but I'm busting at the seams in here it's my childhood bedroom actually so I'm working out of this every day yeah I would love to grow and get an office space or just, I don't know, just like a bigger room warehouse type situation. So that's kind of my goal for the next few years. I would love to expand enough to be able to do that and really just grow my following and like feel more comfortable. Like we said with posting. Yeah. My goals aren't really specific if you will, but uh, yeah. Those are great. I think that's perfect. And I could so totally see you with like a cute little office type warehouse situation. I would love that. Yes. That's so nice. Well, this has been such a wonderful chat. I feel like I'm just chatting to a friend. (laughs) I love that. No, this has been super fun. (laughs) Um, At the end of every episode, we have a like little figurative detailed diary that we just write down a note of inspiration, like lasting note to anyone listening. So if you have anything that you want to end off with. Yeah. I love this question, by the way. Basically what I always say, like this goes for life, but specifically business-wise that you get out what you put in. So. If you're like not putting your heart and soul into the thing that you're doing in life, then you're never going to get the like reward of it. And especially in the business when you, you know, for, if you're having a launch, for example, like if you put your all into that launch, people will see it. People will want to work with you. And then you're just, it's just going to be so much more fulfilling when it goes well. And so I kind of like try to carry that over into life. Like nothing's going to be as rewarding to complete if I don't give it my all. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think that totally relates to small business. Like it is 
a ton of work, but you get it, you get out what you put in for sure. And you have to love it, which we do. And it's so totally worth it at the end of the day. I completely agree. Nice. Well, thank you so much for coming on. This has been so great. I will leave all of your info in the description of the podcast so everyone can go follow along. And I can't wait to just continue watching your business. Uh, Thank you so much. I've had so much fun chatting with you. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Detailed Diary podcast. Make sure to rate and subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. Be sure to join our community over on Instagram at Detailed Diary Podcast and introduce yourself. I'm looking forward to meeting you over there and I will see you next Wednesday for a brand new episode. Until then, have an amazing week.